This week's parsha, Parshas Yisrael, contains the um, the uh, goal of the entire um, story of uh, of Yitzias Mitzrayim leaving Mitzrayim, and that was as Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu when he came to him the first time uh, when he appeared to him by, in the burning bush that I'm going to take this nation out of uh, Egypt and I will bring them to that mountain where, where they will serve God, and that is the giving of Torah, the great story of Matan Torah, the greatest revelation. Of godliness in this world in history, um, where Hashem comes to us and makes us His nation. It's at that point that we become Am Bnei Yisrael, the nation of the Jewish people, and we're given the Torah and mitzvahs. Um, but actually, the actual Sefer Torah, the book of the five books of uh, Moshe, is not going to be given to us really till uh, much later. Um, by Matan Torah itself, what we hear is the Aseret Hadibris, the Ten Commandments. Forty days later, Moshe is going to bring down the Ten Commandments, and that that story later connected with the uh, sin of the eagle. That's in a different parsha, but in this parsha we have that first and only actual statement of Hashem to Klal Yisrael when He says the Ten Commandments, which is the foundation of the entire Torah. The Ten Commandments themselves, the Aseret Adibris, are split up into two halves, in the two luchais or the two tablets, the five five on one and five on the other. And when we took even a, just a quick look and look at, look at the five and the five, it's apparent that there's a big difference between the first five and the second five. Um, the first five are between man and God, or what we call bin Adam la Mokim. They're, you know, not to, uh, to believe in the oneness of Hashem and not to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, not to be uh, idolatrous, uh, not to say God's name in vain. This is all a Shabbos, that's all in the first half. Whereas the other is bin Adam between man and man, and not to steal, not to steal, and not to kill, not to bear false witness, not to uh, commit adultery. Um, these are all between man and man. So again, the first, the first one of the two luches, the first tablet, is devoted to mitzvahs between man and Hashem, um, what we might call spiritual, godly type of mitzvahs. And the other, the next one of the luches, is devoted to mitzvahs between man, man and man. Um, uh, again, so the, which is really the uh, the basis of any of, uh, the, fa- the basic fabric of any type of a um, of a society where people have to treat each other with respect. Again, not to kill and not to steal, etc. Now, one might argue that you know one understands why you need Hashem and you need the giving of Torah for the first sight. Obviously, you need God to tell us the godly commandments. You need Hashem to tell us that we should uh, serve Him and not be idolatrous, etc. Um, or to take that further, the mitzvahs of Kashrus, or the mitzvahs of Shabbos, or the mitzvahs of the different Yamim Tevim. These are between man and God. It's clear why they're godly mitzvahs, why they're godly commandments. One could argue, though, the other side is purely um, rational, and it's uh, up to the governments to decide how we should uh, treat each other. And it's basic um, human decency and morality to uh, treat each other and not, st- not steal and not kill and not hurt each other, not commit adultery. This is all between man and man. Um, and yet, they're an equal part of Matan One is not more holy, one is not less holy, one is not more godly, one is not less godly. There's Ten Commandments. Bin Adam Lumakim and Bin Adam Lachavere, between man and God and between man and man. And the message here is really a double one. On the one hand, the message is that a person cannot be a spiritual and godly person if one does not, if one does not equally 
accept and behave between man and man in a holy and proper and refined way. It's not two separate worlds. There's, you know, there's the godliness of me between me and God and my mitzvahs and my prayers and my Torah study. Oh, and then there's me as a human being, how I interact with people, how I treat other people. The first message here is to be godly means not only to serve Hashem, but to be godly means to be a good human being and be a person between people and a person that treats everyone in that way. And one leads directly into the other. The other side of the coin is that in order for one to properly, but to, to truly have the proper bin adam lachaveri, the truly proper um, way of respecting and cherishing and honoring others, comes through being a godly person as well. These aren't two different, they don't come from two different places, there are two sides of one coin. And the reason for that is because naturally a human being is selfish. And that's not even necessarily a bad thing. A person is born and a person has to think about themselves and take care of themselves. No one else is going to take care of one. But selfishness can lead to not thinking of others and to cruelty and to all types of negative behavior. When a person is a godly person, when a person realizes that there's something much greater than ourselves and there's, there's Hashem in heaven and we devote ourselves to Him and we're here to fulfill the mission that He put us here in the world to do, that all of that is a humbling concept. Then a person is not about themselves. We don't live for ourselves. Life doesn't begin and end with ourselves. We live for something much greater and holier than ourselves. And because of that, that also is able to deal with our selfishness and make us realize that we're only part of something so much bigger. And therefore, everyone else is part of the same thing. Everyone else is part of the same plan. We're all God's children. And therefore, we have to treat one another with all of the respect that the Torah accords and all the mitzvahs that the Torah teaches us how to respect each other. So again, in summation, the first idea is if one says, listen, I'm very godly and spiritual, I learn, I daven and everything, so what if I didn't correct my midas? So what if I'm not good with other people? At least with God I'm good. So number one, we have to understand that that's a terrible mistake. That when one is godly, one must uh, be a good human being between people as well. And secondly, if one says, you know what, I'll be a good human being and I can't deal with God, and it's not, that's not for me, I'll just work on being a good human being, what the Torah is telling us is that to be a good human being, that's by being a godly human being. That's by recognizing, again, that we're part, we're part of something so much greater and we're nullified to that which is so much greater and therefore to His will and making us, again, more godly, more human, better and more selfless at the same time. One more idea that's interesting is about mitzvah number five. Mitzvah number five is honoring our parents, our father and mother. Interestingly, that is number five, which means it's on the first set of the tablets. Now one might argue that honoring our parents is a mitzvah between man and man. It uh, doesn't seem to be godly per se. Um, our parents gave us so much. Our parents brought us into the world. Our parents cared for us in most cases when we were children and, and as we're growing. So we owe them the basic decency and, and courtesy of honoring them. So then it's a human mitzvah, it's just as, as like we treat other people. So there's something special about treating our parents who gave us so much. And yet, from the placement of it in the Aseris Adibris, by the fact that it's put into the first, um, on the first lua, on the first one of the luchas, on the first tablet, that tells us that the Torah sees honoring our parents in a different light altogether. From the Torah's perspective, honoring our parents is not just about being a decent human being. It's not just about being Adam l'chaveri and repaying a debt 
for people who gave us so much. But there's an entirely godly side to the midst of honoring our parents. And Ramban, Nachmanides, makes a point of that in his commentary to the Torah. And he says that honoring our parents is considered one of the mitzvahs bin Adam Lamokin, between man and God, not like the other mitz- like the other five that are just between man and man. And there's a number of ways to understand this, but in a very basic way. In a very basic way. Our parents didn't just give us A, B, or C. Our parents weren't just nice to us, or weren't just helpful to us, or didn't just love us. Our parents partnered with Hashem to bring us into this world. The, uh, the Gemara says, When it comes to creating man, there is a father, there's a mother, and there's Hashem. Um, the way Hashem created it is that He gives the ability and the choice to a man and woman to bring a child into the world, and He becomes a third partner that sees to it that this child is born with all this supernatural, the, the miraculousness of the birth of a baby. But really, when we think of our parents, our parents aren't just those who gave us a gift. They gave us life. And giving us life means that they're partners with Hashem in giving us life. And that's why when it comes to the mitzvah of honoring our parents, it goes way beyond the idea of repaying someone who was nice to me. Someone may have given me great gifts in life, and of course we should have the courtesy and and thankfulness and so on and act in that way. But the, the way the Torah describes, and the halachas even, about the honoring of one's parents, are so is to give them to accord them such great honor and such great um, even fear, and a, a, a sense of of um, of, of respect um, and honor and fear of our parents. Fear in a sense, not not fear, of course, that they're going to hurt us. Chas v'shalom. We're talking about to act uh, in a way um, in a humble way before them, um, and not to contradict them and to stand up for them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All of this is because we see our parents as partners in the divine in our creation. And therefore, they take on a um, they take on a, a role in our life as they were part of who, together with Hashem, of who brought me into this world. And again, we have here a double message. It's a message for parents and it's a message for children. It's a message for parents to understand their responsibility to children. Our responsibility for children is not just to be nice to them. But Hashem sees us as partners in bringing our children into this world. And therefore, our responsibility to them is a God-given responsibility. And of course, it has its difficulties, it has its trying moments, and not always do we find the uh, necessarily the joy in it that we hope for and that we see many times. But sometimes it's not so joyful. And nevertheless, we're in, we're, we're in, we're in partnership with Hashem in bringing these children into the world and to bringing up these children and to educating these children and to be there for them really throughout their lives. Because we are Hashem's partners in their creation. That's the message to parents. At the same time, the message to children are that the, that special mitzvah of honoring and cherishing and loving and respecting our parents isn't only about, thank you, Ta and Ma, for giving me the, all the wonderful things you gave us, but it's really about my parents being part of who I am, part of my creation. And Hashem chose to partner with them and through them in creating um, us and therefore our respect and love um, for them and honor for them is something that's ongoing and part of our respect and love and honor for Hashem Himself. Have a wonderful Shabbos.